12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3-0. Hello and welcome to the Redcast. Disappointing defeat today. I'm joined, as always, by Steve. And do you want to introduce yourself to the pod? I'm Ashley. I'm a friend of Steve's and long-time Red supporter. So, how do we... First of all, we're still champions of England. Is that fair? Well, that's not going to change, is it? No. <laughs> but... <laughs> Three defeats in 70 games. Not bad, really. No, no, that's what I was thinking. Two defeats, it's... I'm not even angry. I'm just struggling for words because a weird game, weren't it? Because we were, we weren't bad. It no, was, no. We, we weren't bad. I mean, we've definitely been on the air. Yeah, we were. It was. Um, it's weird, was it strange, wasn't it? Yeah, we just little, just small margins all over the pitch. Yeah. But when you have all that up, it comes to four 0 City. Do you all think the, that, all the deflections and all the little? Nicks of the ball seem to be going their way. Yeah. But it's one of those. It's fair to say we've been on the airlingers for a bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were playing there. They were all playing with hangovers and a few of them were playing in the flip-flops, I think. Yeah. It's even like, even Joe Gomez, like, usually he's world-class and he just, I mean, he got dragged off at half-time, but I don't even think he gave a bad performance, but it wasn't the Gomez that we're used to, was it? No, it's, um, it's like I've said previously, I think. Other teams target whoever Van Dijk is playing alongside. Yeah. And it seemed to do that. And that's that's probably why he got dragged off, I think. Wasn't entirely his fault, the penalty. He's been showing the replay on Sky there. He was left sort of isolated. Yeah. Um, Sterling's done well to, to, to like draw the foul out of him. You know, he's done great for centre-forward play. But, you know, it's one of them, as Steve said, Gomez has been left isolated. Nobody was there picking up like in front of Sterling at all. So, you know, as you say, it's one of them. It, it's, it's, we didn't play that badly. We spoke about it on the pod yesterday, Steve, didn't we, about the Guard of Honour and the effect it could potentially have. Do you think it did rile City up to make them be like, we're playing against the champions, but we're going to show them that we are going to come back? I don't, I wouldn't say, I mean, obviously I got it wrong <laughs> in the guard of honours 1-0 to us. Yeah. Um, I, I also think uh, what Michael said wasn't quite right either because City didn't exactly come out all guns blazing at us. I think we started quite well. Um, we we seen that the intensity was there for I think the first five or ten minutes. We seemed to be like winning all the tackles, winning all the second balls. But after that, City just stepped it up and we didn't. It's I think it. when, when Salah hit the post and then Marty couldn't sort his feet out, you thought I think you thought it's not gonna be one it's gonna be one of those nights. It definitely was one of them nights, even um just to mention about Nico Williams when he came on, again he, he was phenomenal and it was a he'd done a cross and where Otamendi got in the way of Salah and Minamino and it just felt mm. like anything that we'd done tonight just weren't gonna come off, didn't it? Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, we said that a few times. There was, there was, there was so many occasions where, like, it, it bobble off whoever. And it, 
just land at a city player's feet. And the similar situations, like when we were attacking, and instead of going to our attackers where it would have gone to theirs, it just it just falls to their player again. And you have games like that, it happens. So I'm not devastated by it. Um, but I, I don't know how many times I'm going to say it tonight, but it was just one of them. Just one of them nights. Yeah, it was just, it. I don't know, it just screamed to me like, I, pay, I mean, I said in the pod yesterday about playing the kids today um, and you weren't so sure, but my thinking behind it was them kids have ultimately got to fight to, for their place next year. So do you think it's a good idea to play, I mean, especially in the Villa game, but do you think it would have been a good idea to play more of the kids? Because they'd, they'd have that, I mean, Liverpool players, I'm not saying they haven't got the passion, but it's more like they've won the league now. Do you know what I mean? Like it is basically like a pre-season. So would you say throwing some of the kids in there could have... Give them that bit of oomph. Maybe, maybe. I think I think they'd be more comfortable playing at Anfield, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Rather than playing playing away, because a lot of the kids have, pl- have already played at Anfield. Yeah. You know, it's more familiar surroundings, so to speak. It probably it probably doesn't really make that much, but it might make a little bit of a difference. I know obviously the crowd's not going to be there, but and it and it's going to be. A, on Sunday, it's going to be a less of an intense game as well. All everybody's eyes were on, were on this game. Oh, how they're going to do against City? You know, give credits to City. They're still a brilliant football side. Yeah. And it, it might have been a bit of a bit of a hard game. Whereas against Villa, I think there may be more opportunities. We spoke about this with, just when the game was finished, didn't we? Well, about yeah. you then, Steve? Do you think anything if we would have maybe started, say, earlier? Or anything like that, it, it would have changed any outlook of the game. No, 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 no. no. I, I don't think so. No, um, no. I think it would have gone out. It would have gone. It, it, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was going to go that way. Um, possibly, if we'd have played a few more of the kids, it might have even gone worse. Yeah. Because um, you've got them established players who experienced the majority of them have got plenty of experience and. You know, they, they can take that sort of thing on the chin to an extent. If you throw a kid into that situation, his head might drop. Yeah. Um, where I don't, there wasn't, I couldn't name too many players who would say their head properly dropped. But I think if you, if you throw a kid in, it, it might have affected them more. Probably more Gomez's maybe after the penalty. It just seemed like he, that got to him a bit because he knew it was his fault sort of thing. Um but then I've seen pens like that before VAR not even given. So it was a bit of a mad one yeah, because Sterling yeah. was pulling on Gomez before Gomez pulled on Sterling. So it's a bit bit of a mad penalty to even give anyway, wasn't it? Yeah. Slightly naive, wasn't it? He got, sort of dragged, he got yeah. dragged into it. Uh, but there's not a lot he could have done. Yeah. But, you know, anything else, if, if he doesn't if he doesn't get that tight to him. Then Sterling just turns him and probably scores anyway. Yeah. Um, he just got left in a, in a difficult position. Because, I mean, even when I seen their, back, their makeshift back four, I was thinking, game on this. I, I honestly thought we'd be the ones to batter them. But what what do you think it was? Do you think Jürgen got the tactics wrong? Do you think the players were just partying too long? Um, what do you think stopped us being Liverpool ultimately today? Looked, looked a bit fatigued as well, didn't they? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think the party and a few too many beers. Yeah, thinking they're invincible. Um, yes, probably are. You know, maybe maybe they kick up the backside they need before they go to the Villa game. 
Yeah, well, you know, if they really want to, if they really want to cement themselves in in history, try and get the hundred points like City did. Yeah, try and win as many games as possible. You know, really put down a marker for next for next season because that's you know they was saying on Sky then next season could literally be like a two week a one two week break and then yeah. back into it. This is ultimately so, our pre-season now and you look at it like yeah. like that aspect, isn't it? And the only positive I can really take from it is you cast your minds back to the game where City beat us 5-0 when Mane got sent off. For me, that seems like that turned a good pull around a bit because since then, we have been dominant. So maybe this defeat might help us, like you said, give us the kick up the ass we need going into next yeah. season because City are still City at the end of the day. There's still oil of just pure money, and especially without FFP this year, they're just going to plough even more money in because it'll do their head in that they haven't won the league. So it might be the kick up the ass that Liverpool players needed, but it's just horrible to see, isn't it? <laughs> it was. It, it was horrible to watch. It's, it's, it'll be a good ground and experience for a lot of the players who probably yeah. thought they were invincible. Yeah. No, we won the league at a canter. So we can do whatever the hell we want. And by the way, boys, you can't because City will turn up and do that to you. Do you think City will come back next year strong, though? Because I think it all depends on the, the ban verdict this month, doesn't it, really? Yeah, on what they come back with. That's, yeah, it's so hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. You don't, know, you don't know which way that's going to go, do you, at all, really? You don't know, you don't know what evidence they, City have obviously appealed the ban. You don't know what evidence City have... City are going to produce at all, do you? No. Uh, at all. It's, you know, it's one of those things we're going to have to, gonna, we'll have to wait and see. Just want to touch on, should we be concerned about how bad we've been away from home lately? I think that's the fifth defeat on the bounce, or, well, bar the Goodison draw, four defeats out of five. It's we've, We haven't been scoring goals away. What? That's the, that's the thing, scoring away, isn't it? But, you can say that, but if you look at the if you look at the other side of the coin, we're still twenty points clear at the top. Yeah. So maybe it's an area that can be improved, but I wouldn't really say it was an area I can say. Well, post since coming back from lockdown, bar the Palace game, I mean the Everton game was abysmal. We weren't the best today. It has affected us, regardless of whether fans want to admit it or not. It has affected Liverpool this lockdown, and I think it's affected well, you, most teams. Do you think Matty though? Prior, prior the, the two, three games before, prior to lockdown, we weren't great either. No, we really weren't. That was the Atletico game, wasn't it? And Watford. Chelsea. And Chelsea in the FA Cup. Norwich. We weren't, though we won at Norwich, we weren't great there. No. I think it is a matter of just fatigue, but then, I mean, they have had a long break, but then it's how much they've done, didn't they, at home? Like, they, I think they yeah. were probably just chilling as much as everybody else, but if any, and one positive maybe to take from it is, I think the Everton game and today will show Jürgen and FSG we need to invest in this squad still. Even though yeah. we've just won the league, we need to invest, don't we? We we were saying while while the game was going on, the the, the front three they are, you know, they're brilliant. Yeah. But they know they're the names they're the names on the team sheet. That, that's the Just thing, isn't it? Especially Bobby knows that Divock Origi is miles away from Bobby's like class. So he knows his first name on that team sheet. But then this season, dare I say it, though I always, Steve, you know I'm a massive Bobby supporter and he is the system. But this season, he, 
he hasn't been great, has he? No, we touched on that. The same year as we touched on that while, while we were watching the match, you were saying, like, he should be getting, the player of his quality, his, his numbers and his, his figures should be higher. He should be getting more assists, more goals. And the previous season, I think even the previous season, his figures weren't too high. But He's the he pass the, before the, the pass. He was the pass before the pass. And he, he was like the, the one that was making everything happen. Although he didn't get the assist or the goal, he was sort of instrumental in a lot of the goals. So we'd be giving that, that bit of leeway. This season, it hasn't quite been there for him, I don't think. Do you think it's a matter of that he's just burnt out? I think I the possibility may maybe a bit of burnout, but I would say lack of competition. That's that's the, I think that's the biggest thing. A lack, lack of competition. competition. He's got no one really pushing him where he knows he can have a couple of bad games and he's still playing anyway. Yeah. But if we, you know, say like if things would have turned out differently and we've got Timo Werner. Yeah. Or, you know, over the summer we get in a proper proper number nine. Then he knows he's got to look his game then, or he's not playing. But looking towards the summer, I've seen a list of people we might we might be selling, and it, it's talking like we could be saving like four hundred and eighty k on wages in terms of like a Rigi, Carius, Woodburn, Ojo, Shakiri, Lovren, Lovren as always, Wilson, Grewich, Klein, and Lalana. But two names that stand out for me. I just want to get your thoughts on it. Marco Grewich and Harry Wilson. Would you sell them? Because you probably could cash in on them now, especially Harry Wilson. Or would you keep them? It's two more midfielders. We don't really need midfielders, but it's that creative option, about, isn't it? I had a thought about Wilson the other day. Now, probably we get shot down for this quite honestly. Could you, could you, is there a case he's got a decent left foot on him? We know he's got a decent left foot on him. Yeah. Could, could you make a case for Wilson? He's, he's of the age now where he should know the basics of the game. Could you make Wilson an understudy for Robbo? Hmm. Well, we've seen him turn Trent into a, a fullback, haven't we? So, potentially, but whether Wilson would want to drop into an understudy to Robbo, given he's good enough to play in the Prem week in, week out. We've seen that with Bournemouth this year. And that's the worry, really. And I think as a left-back, yeah, he probably could be when we need the cover. But whether he'd stay... Given yes. that he's had yeah. first team action all year, but that, that's a shout I never actually, I've never actually thought of really. As Wilson to understudy, what do you think? Pretty, thing? He's a pretty attack-minded player. Um, but so is Trent, and so is Robbo. Yeah, um, I've I've not seen enough of him to to judge him on his defensive abilities. Although our fullbacks are very attacking. Yeah. You know, there's no point having two wingers playing right back and left back because you're going to get found out. But ultimately, uh, Trent isn't the best at defending anyway. Robbo's the far more superior defender of the two. You can see what that Trent <laughs> has. <laughs> and I mean, it's not a nice thing. Robbo is still in the Erlingers, but usually, <laughs> usually Robbo is the more, far more superior defender. So Wilson, he wouldn't be a bad backup at left back. He really wouldn't be a bad But When I think more about it now, it, he wouldn't be. He really wouldn't be because he's got the pace. He's got the left, the left pegs across the in. He can take a free kick. Yeah. But just, I don't want him to go myself at all, him or Gruwich. I mean, I don't know if you've seen much of Gruwich either. He is in, in Germany, but I think he won player of the year here for Berlin again this year. He is, he's a special talent and he's just one of them, like we touched on yesterday, about Nico, we don't want a rival to have him because he's that good. 
it's it's sort of in the same breath for Gruwich as well and Wilson. I think they're too good. Yeah, I think he's about six foot five, six foot six, something like that. He's a big, big centre mid. And when you look at Henderson's 29, 30 now, um why not keep hold of him? Yeah, we, we, we actually we were talking before, um, saying about the, the like the amount of midfielders we've got. Yeah. Would you consider full time dropping Fabinho back to centre back alongside Van Dijk, freeing up another midfield role because he looks comfortable again. He's, he's done it a few times. He done um, it when um about, out of place. yeah he done it a few months ago didn't he and he played centre back for a few games and he got the um he got a special card on FIFA and now and got man of the match in a few games and that that's an argument for it that's a good argument but then it's. This is only the first time Joe Gomez and Van Dijk have lost a game since they played together. <laughs> and we broke them off. <laughs> it, it is hard because Fabinho is the best in the world at central defensive midfield. So it, But then Henderson's good there as well. But then Henderson's well better in a more advanced role. It's so, it's so hard to... Because then I think if Fabinho did go into centre-back, then you need a central defensive midfielder. And the only one who I think could do a job is Hendo. I don't know. If, I mean, Gruwich can play there, but then it's throwing Gruwich, who's a kid, into such a hard position in the Premier League. It's it's tough. I, I think we definitely need a centre back as a cover, um, especially if Rotherham's go and plays the Lord that that fella leaves the club. Yeah, I'd drive him there. Honestly, go anywhere he wants. I'd take him round the world trip. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Makatia touched on it on LFC TV before the game that he he said that he didn't see Liverpool being world-class till the end of the year because the league was done. And he said he wouldn't judge them if they didn't get the hundred over the 100 points like City did. And it should be judged on can they retain the title. Is that something you'd agree on? or would you? Are you I know we spoke yesterday and you said you full wanted that record. But after today's game, does it change your mind a bit? Or would you, would you rather take 100 and... Five point oh hundred and four points we can get now this year, or would you rather win the league next year? I um, win the league next year. I actually didn't say I full wanted. I didn't say I full wanted that record. I said <laughs> Jürgen wants that record. But does he? <sighs> I think if you offered Jürgen the league next year, hundred points, he'd take the league next year. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. But then next year also we have half a good team is to retain the title. You retain the title. That's it. Makes you a world. It makes it. It separates the world-class teams from the good teams, really, doesn't it? Because it look at Leicester, like they. I think if Liverpool don't win the league, it'll, it'll, it's not a fluke this year. It's not. But I think if we don't win it next year, that's all rival fans would speak about. Um, but when you look at Leicester, they was a good team a few years ago, but they weren't a great team, and that's why they could never retain it. And that's me worry. I'd rather rest them first team, let them have a good summer because it's looking like it's going to be a two-week break, three-week break into next season. Play some of the kids, give them the medals. And then go again next year with a fresh revitalized squad. Is that not an option you should you think would work? Maybe. If yeah, looking if you if you're looking solely on next season, absolutely. That's I would have a problem with that yeah. personally. The kids are good enough. I mean, the only game really from from now till the end of the season where we probably need to play a few first team players will be the Chelsea, the last game of the season. Um, but other than that, the kids the kids can do a job. They knocked Everton out the cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the other thing with Chelsea as well is that 
that's looking like that's the, the, the game where they're going to lift the trophy. So, that, you know, it's, it's a bit harsh to, to like, bin off all the first team <laughs> the day they get to lift the trophy. Just, It'd all have just, to do with John Terry, wouldn't they? Full straight to the focus. <laughs> it, thinking, thinking ahead to that game, though, how excited are you? Forget about this results. It's just a bump in the road. And I think if somebody would have said to you at the end of the season, the poor are only going to lose twice this year, you would have bit their hands off. Or we've lost three times in two seasons. Forget yeah. this game. Forget it. We're still champions. Mm-hmm. Do, do, are you bothered about any of the other games? Bothered about any of the results? Or is it just... I said yesterday, the only game we need to win is that last game against Chelsea. Yeah. If we lost every game now until that, would you be bothered? I'd be bothered. I hate seeing Liverpool lose. Yeah. But it's not it's not the be all and end all now. We've got the trophy. Um if we if if we like if the unthinkable happens and we lost every game. Yeah. I would be worried. Fed, I'd be worried. Yeah. Even if you played the kids, I'd be a bit worried. I'm a bit fed up to be honest. But yeah. then I'm quite easily pleased again when they start winning next season. So, I don't know. Just, yeah, I don't want to see us lose. <laughs> but then it's like, if we're looking at it as a pre-season, it's nothing. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. They're in pre-season, pre-season mode now, aren't they, sort of thing. Yeah. I think, I think that's what uh, Gary Neville said on the telly. Yeah. He said, this, you know, they've been having their pre-season now. Yeah, we will be, and I think most teams will. I mean, apart from the, the fight for top four, I think us and City are just looking ahead to next season now, and rightfully so, really, because if there is only a two-week layoff, it is ultimately pre-season. The games mean absolutely nothing. Now, I couldn't care if Liverpool got beat every single game, because at the end of the day, Tendo's still getting his hands on that, on the yeah, 27th. Five, five, six years down the line, you're not looking back. I'm God, saying, oh, no, we lost, lost the year. Game, that game, that game, you know, we won, we won the league. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the name would be on the trophy, won't it? Yeah, exactly. So, looking forward then to the Villa game. Are you excited to see us get back at Anfield, where we always seem to win anyway? <laughs> always happy to see us at Anfield. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we'd be in a, I think it'd be a, a far better performance on Sunday than what it was today. I think, I think we'd be more clinical much more clinical for some reason. We see the, the front three especially seem to be much more happier playing there. Yeah. Recently, as, as you said, we haven't scored away for, seems, seems like forever. I think it was before the Athletic, I think this record of no goals away was just before the Athletico Champions League defeat. So it's been since then, which was in February. I mean, we've had uh, the break since then, but... It just feels weird that we aren't scoring at all away from home. Yeah, and... yeah we're making chances. Atletico, we made chances. Yeah, Atletico, we... we should have scored at least one. Yeah, definitely in, uh, the Atletico uh, game. Definitely, we were we were by far the better team over the two legs. It was just unfortunate that Adrian had was in goal for such a big game, so to speak. But <laughs> decided to pass to one of them. <laughs> Looking forward to the Villa game then. What, do you play Adrian? Do you play Allison? Do you give Lonergan a go? Do you play, throw Kelleher out there? I mean, Adrian definitely. I mean, Allison today was definitely still pissed from from <laughs> last week. A hundred percent still pissed. Um, so do you do you give the do you give the big boys a rest against Villa, or is that then 
are we underestimating Aston Villa? Because we know that they can be a good side. They are unfortunate to be in the position they are in. Um, Villa are going to want to win, aren't they, at the end of the day? They because need they, to. they the same to fight for, haven't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. Villa need to come out and fight for us. So it's a risk then, isn't it? Like, we need the experience. Yeah. But then we also want, I think Jürgen does want, that That would be a game he, he highlighted to give kids a go for the medals, like Jones, Elliot, Williams and stuff. But who would you? I think I would be more inclined to do it a little bit. We've got, have we got Burnley coming up? Yeah, after Villa. Right, right, coming up. Yeah. I think I'd be more inclined to do it in those two games, I think. Yeah, because by the time we play Brighton, I think their fate would either... I think if they carry on the way to play, and they'll probably already yeah. be safe by then, or they would have already went down by then. Um, but just the, the last two games of season, Chelsea and Newcastle are the hard ones, I think, out of what is left. Um, but how would you line up then against Villa on, on Sunday? Not the not the lineup you sent me earlier. <laughs> I nearly had a heart attack when you sent me that out. <laughs> I would have went with that lineup, mate. Looked exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that week. Um, I, I'd have a I'd probably make about probably four or five changes. Um, Where? To, to the, the strongest line that they had today. I wouldn't play the, the strongest team, I think. That'll probably be maybe Chelsea apart. That'll be the only game yeah. where we play that strongest 11. So, um, who would you be taking out then? The rest. Who would you take out? Who are you? Who would you? What changes would you make? Got you going, and I'll, I'll throw mine, my 10p into the mix. Yeah, Bobby, you've got to come out. I think he needs to, he needs a little sit down for a bit. Um, Ooh, I, again, it's one of them. Who do you put there? Would you put Minamino there? Would you put a Rigi there? Neither. Like Curtis Jones. I think he's centre forward material, Curtis Jones. I, I think Curtis Jones could probably play anywhere attack and he wants to. Get that Curtis. Yeah. I've really looked into Curtis Jones. Um, like you know, Steve, I'm a massive, massive staunch supporter of Curtis Jones. Stephen Gerrard said he's one of the best players he's ever worked with. So, yeah, why not? Why not throw him up there? He plays a more advanced role for the academy anyway. He, play, yeah. he plays more like what Coutinho used to play. For Liverpool, um, and he works quite well with um, Elliot as well on the right when he plays further forward. So I think to get the best out of Curtis Jones, you'd probably need to probably throw Elliot in there as well. But yeah, then, make Edison feel comfortable. Like I'm probably, um, but then you're thinking, I think Trent looks like he needs a bit of a rest as well. So would you sacrifice the whole that whole side of the, the pitch, putting in Williams and Elliot? And Jones. I've got probably Williams. All three of them together. Well, yeah, I haven't got a problem with Nico Williams. I think he he is he's ready, and I think it's just a shame that yeah. Trent is so good on his part. Um, the team I'd probably go with, I'd probably say Allison Williams. However, Van Dyke, Milner, Henderson. Milner gonna be fit again. Well, like I always say to you, if you're fit enough to be on the bench, you're fit enough to play a game of football. And he was on the bench today. So, um, yeah, Milner left back. Um, so you're keeping Van Dijk in there and then you to start that partnership up with however Dutch, you know, and um, CDM, I go Endo. And then I go Chambo and Curtis Jones in the middle. I go Elliot on the right. Um, 
Mane on the left and Minamino through the centre. That's what I'd probably go with for Villa. Purely because Curtis Jones and the Ox had a good partnership in the times that they have played together for the Everton game. They were really well together. Um, Jones bounces off Elliot as well, so you got you linking that partnership up. And yeah, I would sacrifice the whole right side. I mean, I know Salah's going for golden boot, and you can tell, and that's why I say sacrificing, because when Salah is going for that personal gain, Salah then becomes ball-greed Salah rather than world-class Salah. And yeah. you've seen it a few times today. A couple of times today, wasn't You can see he knows he's behind. Yeah, he knows he's behind in the race for the golden boot, and he wants him. And that's why I'd say drop him. And Sadio Mane, Carragher said it today on Sky Sports, we... He has been our best player this year. He really has. So I think he's the one yeah. who I would keep in the front three. Um, but what what do you think? Who would you, I know you said you'd make a few changes, but who would who would you change then? If you're saying don't change that right side, what side would you change if anything? No, I, I didn't say don't. I was saying I was asking the question. Would you? Um, Absolutely. I think I I think it could work. You say because they, they they've come through together. So they, they say like you've got your mate next to you, so you feel more comfortable. Yeah. Um, I think the Minamino shout up front. Ashley's not a fan of Minamino. Um, I think he needs more time. Uh, yeah. Ashley will disagree. Uh, I don't think he's had enough time in that in that number you know, false nine role or whatever um, to show what he can do. Um, with time with Minamino, um, I've seen a few people actually. You're not the first one who's said he isn't good enough for Liverpool. However, Andy Robertson had seven months before he got broken into the team. Fabinho had five. Um, he's not. Be, he's come from a Salzburg team, which was very, very exciting, very young. Um, I don't. He was never going to walk into the team. He's not being bought to walk into the team. He's being bought as cover. But down that Bobby role, if you cast your mind back to the Everton game when he came on for Bobby, he was probably the most exciting player on the pitch. A lot mm. of people don't think he's good enough, but I I love him. Only because that game at Anfield, I haven't seen anyone come to Anfield and take the mick out of the pool like him and the Korean lad did in a long, long time. Like you were sat quite close to me, Steve, and you said the same. Like he when Minamino ticks, he's magical. He really but it's just whether he will tick. We've been saying it about Kaiser and we're still waiting two years on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he showed flashes today, I think. Yeah, when he come yeah. Up. I thought he would, I thought he'd done alright today when he came up. Yeah. I thought, I thought he'd done okay. Uh, as you say, we've been been waiting two years. Yeah. For him to 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 turn up consistently. To be fair to him, he, he you know he's not he's not getting the game time, but at the end of the day, Jurgen and Pep Linder seen day in day out in training. So. And that's the worry for me as well. Like I think Jurgen really really rates him. Because I think he's had more patience than some other players at Liverpool. Um, when you think of like the likes of Mamadou Sakho and stuff, and he just got legs straight away. Uh, and there's other players as well. Yeah, going to sold based on like the lineup that you sent me, which we're going to touch on in a minute from his first game. Um, but I think Kaiser post lockdown has probably been the most exciting Liverpool player. I would completely agree. Since lockdown, he's been. If we can get half of what Kaiser was like at Germany, we've got a world class player, haven't we? Is there a shout for him starting against Villa then? I think so. I think so. I can see him starting, Brad. I'd love to see Jones start myself. Um, I just, I just love it. I, I Curtis Jones is—he's going to be generational, and I think why. 
swagger about him, isn't he? Yeah, he's just you can just tell he he knows he's good. Um, comes from good genes. That's all I'll say. <laughs> but um, I mean, just uh, like that goal he scored against Everton, um, just the confidence to even take that on at his age just just shows a lot about him. Like, but yeah, would you? What would you do, Kiter or or Jones? Personally, I would start Kiter and bring Jones on. You can start, start though. Yeah, then Chamber misses out. Could or... put... No, Chamber could get, could get a game. Chamber could go down the right, really. Well, so we have a choice, aren't we? I keep, maybe, I'll, maybe I'm an experienced centre-half pairing, like Fabino and Van Dyke. Yeah. I think, they, I, I think they could stroll through a game like Villa, to be honest with you. Uh, and Milner... Mill left, left back. Give Rob, give Robo a break because I think they like say Robo's still inform me all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. But then I've seen loads of rumours saying that however is going to give his chance towards the end of the season and like how much Jurgen rates him. But being completely honest, when he's played a centre back, I haven't rated him at all. I'll be honest, I haven't seen enough of him to comment on it. Uh, was he on the bench tonight? No. He wasn't on the bench tonight. Um, the Can't only... even make a nine-man bench. And they're talking about giving him a first-team chance. I know that's what I always thought. Because if you can't make a nine-man bench, you're not. You're probably not good enough for the squad. If you can't make yeah. a, like a nine-man bench, but then, yeah, I think he's probably below in terms of the kids' estimations. I think he's like the fourth choice after after Williams, Elliot, and Jones. I think he's the one after that. But we didn't have a single centre back on the bench tonight. That's why Fabinho had to drop back. Um, he's better than Lovren. I mean, it's not hard, but he's better, <laughs> but he's better than Lovren. Poor old Dave, he's all a stick to me. Oh, he's so bad. I mean, I mean, he, I made up. He missed out today. I, I, the minute I seen him, not even on the bench. That's one thing I look for because you're, you're the team so predictable when you play a big team, and you're just looking at the bench, thinking, "Is he going to get on?" And I was made up, and I see how he's not going to get on. But, but yeah. Casting your minds back to the first game under Klopp, you sent me this earlier, Steve. Just want to read the team. I don't know if you've seen it, Ashley. It was Mignolet, Klein, Skirtle, Sacco, Moreno, Leiva, Chan, Milner, Lallana, Origi, and Coutinho. Not your fault, really. <laughs> so the only one, and then on the bench, there was. Virgil, go away. The dog here. On the bench, um, the, the only one who's made it from that team is, is Milner, and then on the bench. There was Bogdan, Colo Torre, Jerome Sinclair, Teixeira, Randall, Ivan, Joe Allen. And that was his first ever game for Liverpool. It's a bit Give of a mark. statue immediately. <laughs> he needs one, doesn't he? When you look at it, yeah. like... If we go on, like, for, like, Allison's replaced Mignolet. Stupidly, stupidly in, like, difference. Trent's replaced Klein, but Trent bullied Klein out of that place anyway, didn't he? Klein, I've gone on against Klein, to be fair. He was he was all right. Um, I but, can't help but think his attitude must be really bad, though, because... That's not what I think. That's why. Why think is he I, not being given that deal to get to see the season out with us like Hulana has? Why, why is he being kept away from the team completely? I think something's, something's gone on there. It's similar to, like, Sacco, is it? Because when he obviously... I know Sacco's thing was in the public eye, but he just got tucked straight out the team. Even when Klein's been fit, he hasn't... And Klein's not a bad player when he's played for oh, us. He... Do you remember that game he came out he came out of the blue about what was it, when 
and he played against United, and he might have even played left back, and he was brilliant. Yeah. And yeah, that's his only appearance in about the last two years or whatever. And then he, he coming out of blue and played that game, and then disappeared again. Is that just a is that a testament to Klein going? Is that would you do you reckon Klopp's let him go in a sense of a testament to Neko Williams as to say like your second choice now, or do you reckon it's just more it is attitude? Bit of both. Yeah, probably a bit of both. To say we, we you don't see what goes on behind the scenes, do you? You don't see what goes on in training, you don't see how how he is around the other players, how he's around Klopp, the respect he shows or whatever. You only see what they do on the pitch, so we only judge them on that. But then Elliot's rumoured to have a really, really bad attitude and he, he's adored by Klopp, so I, don't, I think Klopp is the best out of people, but it was just the client situation's crazy because he's going to end up probably going to Bournemouth or if they stay up or your West Ham's or something like that and he, he'll do a job for the next few years at, at, yeah. that, at this level. He's, he's good enough to be at this level, isn't he? And yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that we've just let him go like that. Like, why not offer him a two-year contract and make some money on him? I just, I don't get it at all. How old is he now? He's thirty, just touching thirty. I think. Yeah, just touching thirty. But if you give him a contract, you could easily get ten million because he's English. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? what mm, what's the contract going to cost us though? That's. You just put him on. You just put him on the same terms. Uh, He'd be happy. He, yeah. I don't know. He's probably earning. Upwards. He's not skint, is he? No. <laughs> he drives around in a Rolls Royce. He definitely isn't skint. Like, yeah. but it's just a bit. <clears throat> when we're talking about like Jurgen said, we're not gonna buy this year. It's just weird to let players like of experience like Klein go, isn't it? Like, why? If we're not gonna buy anyone, why can you can you see us buying anyone? Given that we're apparently getting rid of like Klein, Lovren, Gruwich, Arigi, can who can you see us bringing in? I, I've been told Jay. somebody is a very secret dark horse. Well, it's not so secret, but it's a dark horse that he might be coming to Liverpool. So I'm going to ask you two who you think Liverpool need to buy, which areas we need to buy in, and which areas you can see us actually strengthening in. Number nine. I'll tell you, you know what? Is it Aubameyang from Arsenal who hasn't signed his contract? No, but he's very exciting and he played unbelievable under Jürgen at Dortmund. Yeah. Yeah. I've been told, I mean, I'm not, I don't know how reliable it will be, but I've been told that Sancho is a very high likely transfer to the point that it could be announced with the new Nike kit. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. I'd be happy with it. Believe me, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, so it's like, more competition for the front three, isn't it? That's that's what we need. That's that's we're desperate for competition there. But then, don't we? Aren't we desperate as well for if if we were only going to buy, if we only had the money, say Sancho money, so Sancho's probably going to cost about a hundred million minimum. If we only had that to spend, I wouldn't get Sancho. I wouldn't throw it all at Sancho. I think we need we need a left back, um, definitely because Mill. Yeah. If Leeds come up, I just can't see Milner staying myself. So we definitely need a left back cover. Um, we need a centre back cover if Lovren goes. Yeah. I'd argue we we probably need a cover for Fabinho because although Henderson can do a role there, what that Henderson has struggled with injuries in the past, and what if they both were injured at the same time? That's the, the only way I look at it. Is when you look at City, they've got three or four players for every single position, and we haven't. Yeah. And 
and, and they're all very, very good qualities. Yeah. Well, you look at Foden. Foden probably started this season third, fourth choice midfielder, and he is world class. My idea he is absolutely unbelievable, Philip Foden. And he's so weak. He's He's a pretty good player. In a, he is good. He's a pretty good player in a very good team. Um, obviously, scored against us today. He looked pretty good tonight. So he's just all right. Um, He's not, he's not a Liverpool player, so I'm not racing. <laughs> <laughs> but would you... We've also been linked with William. So William plays in the same position as Sancho. Oh, yes. Would oh, you rather take William and strengthen the whole team or take Jaden Sancho? I'd, I'd take the William. I, I would rather get in four, you know, four players or whatever it might be rather than blowing the whole budget on one player. Yeah. I think that's pretty irresponsible to... Just for the There's of one only player. one player who I'd blow the whole budget on that would be Mbappe. Mbappe. Yeah. The only player. And I've seen that to be that's meant to be doable as well, because if Nike are gonna fund half of it, but I don't want him either. Give him another seat. Because they're gonna lose Neymar this year, PSG, more or less. I think he's got probably gonna go to Barcelona with Griezmann going the other way. I've said that to you a few times, Steve. And yeah. I just can't see them losing Mbappe and Neymar in one no. window. I personally I Personally, I think the only place where, as much as I would love Mbappe to come to Liverpool, I think he, I just think he's got Real Madrid written all over. Yeah, him. he's a Real Madrid player, isn't he? Yeah, hundred percent. But then, where who who do we bring in? So I've seen people saying we might not even bring a striker in because of how good Brewster's been. I like one I like quite like is Sir Maximum of uh, Newcastle, but he's, he's probably rough diamond. I think he's like Mane. Yeah, he's... I think. Really good. I think he'd be cheaper than Traore. Yeah, to yeah. an extent. The only thing that would, the only thing that I would say possibly that might stop us is this protracted takeover of Newcastle. Because he's just going to be on silly money then, isn't he? Suspend, suspend Yeah. Adama Traore, though, is a mad one because the fee is quoted for him. He's he's looking like he's probably going to cost the same as Sancho, and I'd, I'd rather have Sancho in a harpies over Adama. Yeah. But then when you yeah. look how good Adama is and think if Jürgen got his hands on him, it's it's mouth-watering really, isn't he? How good he actually could be. Yeah, yeah. He, he's frightening. Frightening uh, fast, he's, he's a physical, like, Sancho, world-class player, fast, skillful, all that. Traore is just a scary physical specimen. And if he's running at you... You've got to be careful, haven't you? I, you, I wouldn't fancy him myself. Yeah, it's like having paper lackey running at you. Trying <laughs> 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 to feel your muscles. Like, Let's make <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. Then. <laughs> <laughs> So if you have to... <laughs> One thing I would say about Sancho is though Dortmund don't need to sell him. He's still got two and a half years left on his deal. Um, so if I if I was Klopp, he's probably got he's probably in the best position to negotiate with Dortmund out of any of the managers anyway. Why not do what we've done with Kaiser and get him on a pre-contract and be like we'll have you, but next season and you've got another season in Dortmund. Um, I think that'd be that'd be good because. Sancho, he's had two good seasons in Germany, but is he ready for the Premier League? Yeah, 
It's a good sell, that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's. I'd be happy with that. That, should, um, that. that would suit everybody, wouldn't it? It makes United not have him, who are looking strong again, sadly. Um, and Bruno Fernandes is, is, is looking really good, isn't he? The only thing I've got hope for with Fernandes is when he came to United, he said he wants to replicate Cristiano Ronaldo's career. So I'm just waiting for Madrid to buy him, to be honest. <laughs> because he is so good. I, I would have loved him at Liverpool. He is, he is world class. But it's like the problem Liverpool have got now, we've said it a few times to you, Steve, is anyone who comes in, they know they're not starting. So it's hard. Unless, unless your name is Mbappe. Yeah, unless you are an absolute world beater, then I don't think you're replacing any of the, the team. And I've seen arguments for keeping Brewster, but then I don't even think Brewster's ready. Brewster's been unbelievable in the championship. He's had seven goals since since he went there. But I've every time Brewster's played for Liverpool, he's not been this big hype that everybody's on about. And I, me personally, I struggle to understand what this big hype is around him, because every time I've seen him, he's not been that good. He just seems like he's maybe another Origi. Yeah. He's, he doesn't seem particularly big or particularly quick yeah. or particularly skillful. He, he's like... He's a poacher. He's pre- a pretty poacher, good at a lot of things, but not like... He's not a master of anything, is he? He's pretty similar to how football used to be played when you think back to like the yeah. Farlers and the Owens. I mean, Michael Owen was really quick, but Robbie Farler wasn't rapid. He was a he was just a goal scorer, wasn't he? And right place, right time. I mean, Brewster did have a world of a free kick in Swansea's last outing, but I just don't get the hype around him. And I hope Jürgen isn't thinking, yeah, we'll keep hold of him and he's covered to Bobby because although these kids might be good in... I mean, I've always said giving the kids a chance, but now <clears throat> today's worried me. Because, yeah, like I said to you, Steve, Jürgen, when he won the league at Dortmund, finished the following season seventh. And yeah. that scares me. That proper scares me. And I'm not saying we'd finish seventh because I think we're far t- superior to any other team. But then. Rafa did something similar when he finished second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we finished seventh or eighth the following yeah. season. And that's just so. the only thing I'm worried about because, in case the players went in with the mentality of, we've just won the league, we're, we are world class. And. That's the mentality it looks like they went into the game today and it's just a wrong mentality. Like they need to I think, don't get me wrong, if we wouldn't if we hadn't won the league, I think we would have battered City today. If today was the deciding game, I think we would have absolutely battered them. But I just think we just need strength, definitely, throughout the whole team. The only place I'd say maybe we probably wouldn't need there is the left, because a lot of our players can play out on the left and the right. But definitely through the middle, definitely centre back. Uh, definitely a left back, and then I'd go as far as saying we probably need a better backup as well, goalkeeper, because I don't think Adrian's probably going to stay much longer because he he he's at the end of his career. Why would you sit on the bench? He could yeah. he could go and play in Spain week in week out if he wanted. Yeah. I quite like Adrian. Um, he, he got he, you know he's he's had some stick because he had a couple of poor games and whatever, but he was well. he, he, he was. Um, he was brilliant at the beginning of the season when Alisson was out for a lot of the time. He made some mistakes. People say he this, did, but he didn't keep a clean sheet. No, but he did, was he. He was That's playing the Europe, sport, playing goal for the European Super Cup. Did yeah, yeah. He won um, us the Super. He did win us the Super Cup. To be fair to him, yeah. Um, but then that's just like he saying. Has got a clean sheet. 
I don't. Did he get by cup game against Everton? Oh yeah, but in terms of the league, he yeah. hasn't had one. Um, but yeah, I, I'd even say we could probably get. I'm saying that Keller has not, not set the world. Well, they race, don't they? They do rate him, yeah. They do rate him. I think if Adrian goes, it'd be more he wants to go and play first-team football uh, towards the end of his career because he could he could play in Spain. He's good enough to play in Spain yeah. for like your Sevillas or someone like that. Um, but then it's, a, it's again, who do we bring in in that position? Who's going to come and sit on the bench below the world's best keeper? Did Keller play that game against Arsenal? The 5-5 game? Yeah, Keller has... He's got a lot of a reputation behind him, but I don't like him. I've said it to, to Steve after that game. I don't like him. I think he's too small for a keeper. I think he's too timid. Um, I don't think he's got what it takes to make it at Liverpool. And I probably would have kept Shamal George over him, but Shamal George has departed now, hasn't he? Um, but I probably would have kept him over Keller. I've seen Shamal George play. He's a good keeper, isn't he? Uh, he was at Marino. <laughs> I went to watch Marino play in golf at Marino. What the hell's going on here? Yeah, we loaned him to him and then his contract's expired now and we haven't kept him. Yeah. So he mustn't have had the, a good season at Marino. I mean, I can't say I followed him, so you probably know more than, than me. Aldi have gone on this year, but I rarely don't. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I've, seen, I've seen a couple of games. Me, me and a few of the lads do it um, a couple of times a season. We do the the whole corporate thing, you know, you go for your meal and meet the manager and all that. It costs less than a ticket at Anfield and you get all your dinner and drink and everything. We don't do it particularly for Marine. We haven't got any like allegiance to Marine other than the fact it's a local team. But it's just like a fun day out. Yeah. Um, the football, it's sort of secondary to the day, to be fair, because the football's not the best. Um, just a massive but, piss-up, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. My brother was, I'm going to try and find it now, um, he was talking about speaking of transfers, who we could get. Um, I'm trying to think now. There's a player. This is my brother's theory. He said, why don't we go, he said, Norwich are going to go down and they're going to want to bounce straight back up. So they need a goal scorer in a championship. Brewster's proven himself in a championship where I think he thinks he needs another year. So he said, why don't we loan Brewster to Norwich and get Jamal Lewis, their left-back, as our cover? Now, I don't know if you have seen him play. He's a very, very, very good player. And the last time we bought a player from a relegated club, it turned out to be Andy Robertson in the he same position. Bad, he? No, he's not been <laughs> too bad at all. Um, but then I was thinking more about it. Would you not raid Norwich and take Puki as a backup to Firmino? Mm, different player, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but you'll never get another Bobby player, will you? Because Bob, Bobby's so unique. So I think anyone you get to help cover him will be a different player to him. And Pookie's going to be somebody who you could probably get relatively cheap. Um, yeah. And he, he comes to Liverpool, similar to Adrian, like he couldn't believe he's Kane. Yeah, he's, he's, he's sort of proper number nine, sort of plays off the shoulder, doesn't he, and gets in behind where Bobby drops off and takes the ball and passes it on. I think if he comes to Liverpool and played, he'd, he'd need someone probably like Genie behind him who can drop the shoulder and play it through to him. Um, yeah. But then Genie's contract's still not being signed or anything, so we don't even know what's going to happen with him. You need someone who can play them balls. Yeah, one yeah. a year left, Genie. It'd be a shame to see him go. Like, 
it's a difficult one because he's 30. They don't like giving big contracts to players over 30, do they? No, the only one that they've done it too rarely is Van Dijk. He's 29 and he's just got, he's been given the big one, but he's Van Dijk, isn't he? So, and he's a centre-back. They last forever. Yeah. Another player then I'll throw at you is from Norwich. Tom Cow or Todd, whatever. Cantwell. Cantwell. I thought he was a mank. <laughs> I thought he was a mank, but if you look on his Twitter from when Liverpool won the league, you'd think he was a bigger red than most people. It just all about Liverpool, liking all tweets about Liverpool. And it just made me think, why not? Because he's a good player as well. He's young. Yeah, yeah. Mm, he's all, yeah, again, he's all right. Um... Who's the lad at Burnley? Is it McNeil? Um, no, McNeil's at Sheffield United, I think. Um, is it, is it Burnley? I know what you mean, but I can't think who it is. He's a good player. There's a few, isn't there? Go, if you think about teams, you could go down. There's like Grelish at Villa. Burnley, you've got a few. Um, Norwich, you've got a few. Personally, I'd just take Danny Ings back. Biggest mistake we done was get rid of Danny Ings. I was just, I was just saying yes. that. It's looking, it's looking like a That's massive mistake. What we, what we could have done with having Ings as backup. In fact, I'm honestly sure he'd be backup. I'm thinking the way he's playing now, Bobby would probably be his backup. I wouldn't go. You, I'm a, I love Bobby so much to say that. Look, look, at, look at the numbers they've got. I know. I, I think this... I'm always in two breaths for Bobby because sometimes I think... Oh, what are you doing? Do you know, and he's just not Bobby. But then sometimes I think take Bobby out. That system doesn't work because he generates the space for Mane and Salah to then make room to then have the ball over the top. And I think he's a he's the modern day Steve Finnan, Bobby. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's no. Please, I don't. I, I mean it in a sense of not many people remember Steve Finnan, and Steve Finnan was was unbelievable in his time and Bobby is so underappreciated by everybody else in the league bar Liverpool fans who watch him week in week out so we, uh, yeah I'd probably go as far as saying that like if you asked any any opposition fan who was our right back in the Champions League final 2005 I don't think anyone would tell you it was Steve Finnan so it's just a it's a bit of a mad one yeah, to compare Bobby Firmino to Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first. In, ter- in terms of reputation, I mean, like not in terms of playing quality, Bobby is the best in the world, as the song says. Well, my yeah. you, my favorite player in the world, Mane, always will be. He he is the best footballer in the world, and I'll stand on that. Uh, I know I'm not the only one who said it, but he is. He's the boy. In my eyes, Sadio Mane is the best player in the Liverpool team, and Liverpool are currently the best team in Europe, the world, and England. So that makes Sadio Mane the best player in the world, in my in my little theory. <laughs> there's, there's, there's more logic to that than the Steve Finner, Bobby. <laughs> but before we go, though, anyway, um, give me your team and your score for the Villa game Sunday. Steve's been dead bold on these, you know. I think Steve needs to start. I think Steve needs to go back down to his one nil so we can start yeah. winning again. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. Uh, do you know what? I'm going bold again. I think. Clean sheet, 3 0. What's your team? Uh, Allison, uh, Williams, Fabinho, Van Dyke, Milner. Then I would go Henderson, Cater, Chamberlain, um, 
Elliot, Minamino, Mane. I'm interested to hear yours now because I know you don't like Minamino. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing purple at <laughs> Go on, who are you he going with, Ashley? He wouldn't be on the bus as far as I was concerned. Um, I'm going for um, a comfortable 2 0 home win. And I'll go Allison, Williams, Fabino, Van Dyke, Robertson, Henderson, Chamberlain, Keita, Mane, Jones. Salah. Jones down the middle. I'll be very intrigued if that happens. To be fair, Jones down the middle. It'll be a, be a very interesting one. Very what have you got, Matthew? The team I said before and 6-0. 6-0? 6-0. I think after the Everton game, we made a statement at Palace. Mm. And I think they're getting the air-dry treatment as we're talking now. Um, I don't think Jürgen was happy at all. And I think... He's basically going to say to them, now you go and show me why you're champions. Because the players need to realise the summer window's around the corner. And yeah. I think I'm going to go 6-0 and I'm going to go Curtis Jones. is going to get two of them and they're going to be two absolute screamers. <laughs> yeah, all this, all this talk, all this hype we've given, it's got Bill Dill written all over it, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I've got, I don't know if you've seen, we've got a big banner now on the, um, the King Kenny stand saying, Liverpool FC champions again. So as they walk out, the players are going to see that and just, and then the guard of honour and stuff, they're going to know we're playing for this club now. And they need yeah. to, I think they just needed to get that kick up the arse today and I'm not bothered. I mean, I was bothered watching it and it was painful to watch, but we're Liverpool Football yeah. Club and we're the, we are the best team in the world. And if you're going to lose one game in the, in the, 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 the last few games in the season, you'd take City away, wouldn't you? Yeah, out of all of them, I'd rather I mean I'd rather lose to like Burnley or someone, but um yeah. It's more acceptable. Yeah, it, it is. It's more like when the Wofford game when we lost to died on a podcast and it was titled What Was That? Because yeah. it was <laughs> that was literally what was like that game. But this game I'm I don't think whether it's because we've won the league, I think every good puff and honestly couldn't give a fuck about today's yeah. results. Yeah. For the champions. Yeah, not us down. No. Absolutely no. nothing. But yeah, nice one for coming on as always, Steve. Nice yeah. one for coming on, Ashley. New to the pod. But yeah, up the Reds, champions of England. Let's not forget it. <laughs> <laughs>